Hunters uh, podcast. As some of you guys that have watched the the YouTube part of it, you can see that we're a little bit differently angled and everything. We're trying something new to try to spice it up a little bit, make the podcast a little bit better. So hopefully it works out. Uh, comment and let us know what you think, actually. Yeah, drop a comment. We want to know. Yep. you like it or not. Again, if you're listening to on the podcast side of things, you're not going to visually see us. So jump over onto the YouTube side and see if you like what we look like. <laughs> well, yeah, maybe. Or not. <laughs> or not. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, well, with that, you know, um, yeah, we're trying something new. And I think it'll be fun and exciting to to do a <clears throat> do a podcast this way and make it change it up a little bit. Uh, tonight, I guess we'll kind of start off, Joe. Uh, I guess we'll just get into it. First of all, this is Joe. Hi. And I'm Eric. And we are the Struggling Hunters. And this is our hunting shack. And you're in it with us. <laughs> so, to get on with the show, uh, Joe, uh, how's your truck coming along? Uh, man, I tell you, it's a struggle. <laughs> Yeah. It's uh, one one piece at a time, as I've been telling people. Yeah. Uh, so, for those of you that don't know, I get my truck, I blew a head gasket in. Um, moving from Utah out to Colorado. And luckily, I didn't break down on the road. Uh, me and Eric were the last ones to actually drive it from when we I drove it from Utah out here to Colorado and parked it, and then it more or less died. Mm. Blew a head gasket. Yeah. But like I said, luckily... It ran good that night. We drove it out here because I was watching the temperature. I didn't know I had a blown head gasket, but watching the temperature driving out, had no issues, and then parked it and tried getting it ready to start moving, and the head gasket was shot. Mm. So I've been working on that the last couple of months, tearing it down, and I every every time, you know, I get there's some things I'm replacing because it's a 5.4 Triton, and they're notorious for having certain issues. And so there's certain, um, you know, the whole top half is going to be pretty much rebuilt by the time I get done. Uh, but this this last week, one of the uh, conflicts that I ran into, I guess you could say, was uh, I uh, wasn't going to get any like what do you call it resurfacing or head the uh, milling the head or whatever. I was I thought I was okay. I uh, you know I grabbed a, a ruler thing of. Or a level. One of those gauges. Yeah, and a filler gauge, and I strung it across the the head and both of the heads, and I was, you know, like trying to see if I can put that filler gauge under the, the level, and I kept moving around, putting it in different places, moving around, putting it in different places, and and, uh, and I felt pretty confident about it. You know, like the truck never got hot enough to shut itself off, so I didn't think it got too hot to do any damage, and uh, what you didn't. But then I got to work, and now I'm to the point, got myself to the point where I had to clean the head really good, you know, to prep to to start putting it back together. Right. And I, you know, I, I, I guess it was a little wire wheel on my uh, little Dremel tool. It was just kind of lightly going around, and and I could feel, uh, like, where the rings would hit, you know, and, and I could feel a little, I couldn't tell if it was raised or lowered, and. I was like, oh, no, I'm fine. I'm, I kept telling myself, you know, I called some, made some phone calls and about how it was previously. And like, oh, you're probably okay. You know, like, no, you don't have to worry about it. And I was like, yeah, I don't think I do. I didn't want to. And then I got to this one part of the head and there was actually some pitting 
on the head, so I was like, I better go get it resurfaced because yeah. more or less it's creating a time bomb. If, if you know, if I just put the gasket back on, because I think the gap being a new gasket, everything fresh, like it's gonna, it's gonna be good for who knows how long. So I actually just dropped the heads off today to get resurfaced. So wow. <laughs> so. Well, yeah, I'd rather be safe than sorry, right? Especially on this deep into it, like yeah, because your whole motor's out of the truck. Yeah, the the, the bottom half is still in, but the, oh, the bottom half is okay. Yeah, but the heads and everything, you know, it's all it's all out. <laughs> yeah. Well, I saw that picture like a week or two ago, and yeah, yeah I, I got radiator out, bumpers bad. off. And, yeah, yeah. And Ford, Ford, one thing that they like to do is keep it real compact and tight, right? <laughs> right. Yours probably ain't. Too, too bad. No. Two thousand. Two thousand. So it's not yeah. horrible at that year, but right. Since then, they've only gotten worse. Like, as a matter of fact, uh, from my understanding, I don't know what year they started doing it, but if you were to try to do that in a newer, later model Ford, you'd have to take off your whole cab. Oh wow! I, th- I think. Huh. Or at least on certain models. Yeah. I don't know. If you're a motorhead, you probably <laughs> you could probably tell me better, but but I know certain models. Um, you gotta like take off the whole cab and the whole thing to get the motor out. And, yeah, you're right. Um, I, I, I heard that. I don't know. I, I feel like you'd have to do it even getting to the heads. I think. Hmm. I, I I don't know. I I'm not that good of a mechanic. <laughs> but speaking of that though, I did uh, I did a little mechanic in myself and and uh, and did uh, did the A arms on our Tacoma. Okay. And brakes, the front brakes. I need. I probably need to look at the back brakes and see what they look like, but they're drum brakes, so right. So I didn't really feel like right. getting into yeah, that. Right, yeah. a little more effort to see how those brakes look. Yep, yep. So, so I, I'm kind of hoping that they're okay for a little while, but but I was kind of thinking about it after I did the front brakes, and I'm like, I probably should just look and <laughs> see. So I'll probably do that eventually, but. Um, but yeah, so I was I I felt good about myself though doing a little bit of mechanic work. <laughs> good. So, yeah, yeah. No, uh, yeah, you're tackling a big project though. Yeah. Luckily, you got some space to do it now. True. Yeah. It's been kind of nice. Like I got a little shed, my little shed in the backyard. I just pulled beside it and I just take everything off and put it into the shed and have it all fairly organized. Yeah. So that way I don't have it piled up. But. Yep. But yeah, so that's been my uh, conflict for the week. Pulling through that, I'm ready to be done. But. Well, it's kind of taking you away from because uh, I know we kind of talked about trying to get out and do some yeah. some uh, practice with the bow, and and uh, you're like, ah, I gotta get that pickup fixed, you know. Yeah. So. Well, so that's hopefully like, everything works out here pretty yeah. soon because I still got a lot of work. To, I gotta still get my boat dialed in. I don't think it's quite dialed in good. Right? No, I need. I want to do mine too because I want to do some paper testing on on my bow to get yeah. to see how my arrows are flying. And I think one of these days we just probably just need to go out and just fling a bunch of arrows. Yeah, just to just get used to it. Yep. If the wind stops. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, if you're not from Colorado, it seems like this year, uh, well, almost pretty much every time me and Joe's went out to, to shoot bows, uh, we've dealt windy. with wind. Yeah, we've yeah. had to deal with wind, fight wind in one way or another. 
So it's hard to make adjustments on that because you're like, <laughs> I don't know if it's the wind or it's me or right. But yeah, this year in Colorado, for some, even tonight, whenever Joe came over to do a podcast with me, um, it was we were looking out the kitchen window and. And I was like, man, it's blowing again. You know, the wind's blowing again. I, it, it's been almost an every night thing. It seems like this right. year. And I don't know, I don't know why we've had so much wind this year, but it's definitely it's came in. So yeah. So hopefully that hopefully it settles down before archery season. <laughs> right. Oh, you know what? And and I I know you told me a little something earlier, but I gotta tell you. Um, I mean, it's not as big of a deal because I already I knew that I drew for my buck tag, oh, but yeah. I, but I. I completely forgot about this, but I got it in the mail. Oh, the actual physical so, tag. Yeah, so I, I put it in my sock drawer <laughs> so I didn't lose it. Hopefully I don't forget about it by October. But <laughs> I put it somewhere. Yeah, yeah so. Uh, but speaking of that, you... Uh, yeah, so I actually physically got my uh, buck tag for Utah in the mail, and it made me think twice about turning it over. <laughs> It gave me like a date, like there's a little date in it that says if you need to turn it back in, turn it in by it before this date in order so you can get, retrieve all your points. So mm-hmm. I don't lose like the, not that it was like a coveted tag, it's just a general tag, but I believe it's still, points still go into, into, uh, into getting a, just a general tag so I can still redeem those and not lose all my points. Mm, okay. So I'm, but I, I need to turn it in because I'm in Colorado now. Yeah, well, man, I, I I understand your dilemma and everything, and uh, I mean, I, I'm trying to put myself in, in your shoes, and I'm like, man, that'd be so hard, because it's like your last yeah. you know, rendezvous for, a, for a, 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 a Utah buck, but then at the same time, I'm like, man, I'm really like looking forward to hunting with them. No, that's like, yeah, like along those lines, too, like, I'm, you know, like me and Eric can just spend like the whole season together. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, if I'm, if he can't come out with me, I'll be going out and then being, hey, this is where I was, this is what I saw, and report back to him. And then, like, if you go out without me, like, vice versa, you might know, like, feel like we can really get into an area if we're not able to hunt together. But if we are hunting together, we can still get into an area even better. Right. And have a second guy, you know, just in case, uh, you, you know, the, the elk presents itself a better shot for one of, for the other guy. For you instead of me, right? Which, right. Yeah. yeah, I feel like doing a little bit of a team system there right. might might help our chances a little bit. Hopefully, yeah. So that's our season's shaping up to be. Yeah, yeah. But I'll I'll probably turn it up, turn it in just just to keep the life simple. You know, I was telling talking to the wife about it, and <laughs> she's like, "Oh, just turn it in. You'll 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 you won't get so frustrated." And I'll be honest. Like one of the one of the things is is wanting me to turn it in is the fact of fuel prices. Like I mean, I hate to say it, like you know, but fuel prices is one of the things that's like, you know, it's a little closer to hunt here this year, you know, for Colorado than it is to drive back into Utah. And not that it's going to quite break the bank, but like, you know. I don't get pissed off every time I fill the truck up. Yeah, to scouting. Yeah, yeah. It. it uh, I've. I. I just, same thing. I, I think it kind of plays a part in you know the weekend comes and you're like, well, I could stay around the house and do a bunch of honeydews, or I could uh, spin an arm and a leg and go out. 
right. you know, doing something out. Uh, just might as well stay home, though, is what I'm saying. You know, yeah. it's, it's cheaper. So, um, yeah, the gas prices are they're crazy. I, I, don't, I don't know. Everybody knows it. I mean, <laughs> right. it's not like it's just us that are dealing with it. But, yeah, it's uh, it's tough to, to uh, I don't know. It, it, you know, that's the hard thing is, like, life, you know. It's kind of struggles and everything. It's just life is is gets in the way sometimes of what you really want to do. And I feel like that's, like, one of those things that we juggle uh, having a hobby, having, you know. Right. Um, right, getting getting out there and doing, spreading yourself out over what you want to do and what you need to do. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like uh, uh, the the a arms, for example, or the pickup. You know, yeah. I mean, it was one of those things that I had to do. And uh, I mean, I'm glad it's done over with. And it wasn't that it was it was pretty painless for the most part. It was a pretty easy project, but. Uh, I was, you know, I mean, I'd rather do something else. You know, it's summertime. I'd rather go right. camping or whatever, <laughs> go fishing. But, you know, I had to go put A-arms in. So, you know, those are just the... And I'm sure everybody feels those too. But No, yeah. I mean, yeah, we're not the only ones for sure. We right. Can, but it's uh, definitely something you have to uh, consider or yeah, prioritize with. Well, it's one of those things like... I guess you just, like, you love something so much, like hunting, you love it so much, and you want to do it as much as you can, but then, you know, you have all these these other things, and, I mean, that's why, like, I envy the people that are actually making a living, whether it's good or, or you know, a good living, or, or, you know, just barely making it, but I... I admire all those people that like make a living off of doing, you know, doing the hunting stuff and doing the content. Because, uh, I mean, yeah, they kind of get to do like Monday through Friday of hunting content and do get like kind of get all that out of the way. Then when the weekend comes, they actually can do the hunting, right? And, you know, so yeah, they're uh, uh, like you were saying earlier, like being transparent. That's kind of one of those transparent situations like you know it's like man that's where we're trying to get to eventually is is like oh it'd be kind of cool to you know maybe maybe do content full-time for around hunting and yeah and uh and then make that our you know (laughs) true i don't know it'd be it'd be it'd be kind of kind of weird to not have something that you have to go to right every uh well you still have to go to do something but you don't you don't have to well for somebody for else, else though, like doing it for oh, yourself right. versus, yeah. I mean, I see where I said that wrong, but yeah, doing it like having to go somewhere for somebody else, right? So, Correct. So they can go <laughs> hunting all the time, and then you have to, <laughs> right, be at their place of business. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, uh, I don't know. Is there anything? So your Utah tag. Oh, I guess, you know, one thing, uh, so I've been, I feel kind of confident to bring it up. I, I was trying not to bring it up for a little while because I wanted to, um, I don't know, I guess I wanted to hit some of my goals. Uh-huh. But uh, I've been working out for a while and and, uh, and dieting down and everything, and, I, and I've lost uh, 
close to 15 pounds or so. And man, I like, so one struggle that I've been having and, uh, uh, I go through ebbs and flows where I do really good and I'm really zoned in. I'm like, you know, I'm only eating this and, and I'm staying right. within my calories and doing all the things and I'm losing the weight. But man, like there, there's, there's times where I mean it just it just rings in your head to like break your <laughs> diet, you know. Yeah. And uh personally I I mean I feel whenever I get to where I really wanna go or when I hit my, my weight goals and, and my fitness goals, I'll feel more confident saying this, but um I feel like the one thing for me is whenever those cravings kick in, sometimes I think it's best to just go, you know what, I'm going to get in and get out, you know, kind of mind frame. Get in, get out. So, you know, I get those cravings, like, I'll try to satisfy it, and then, you know, okay, time to get back on track and do good for a while. Right. Uh, You know, I've kind of done that a little bit, and and it seems to keep me a little bit sane. The problem is, is, is I think we all know, whether we're doing it right or we're doing it wrong. And, you, you know, playing that game, you can easily go way off track. Right. And uh, and so I'm trying to, you know, like I'm staying on track. I'm, I'm, I mean, I feel like I'm doing pretty good. And, and that's the thing, too, is like, uh, so we bought, my family and I bought ice cream this weekend. And I went ham on it. I'll be honest. I I went ham on the ice cream and and I felt bad about it the whole way. But like every other meal around that, for the most part, has been pretty healthy. So it's kind of like, yeah, I'm doing that one bad thing and I'm trying to, you know, get it off out of my system a little bit. But I, but everything around instead of like just totally going right bad, I'm I'm trying to go. I'm trying to like stay on track a little bit. Like you know, I let that one thing slip and then get back into it. But I'm hoping, I'm hoping, well, I'm hoping by hunt season, I'm down close to 30 pounds or so and, and, uh, in better elk shape and, and everything so I can handle the woods. And, and I think I can get there. I just gotta, I just gotta stay focused and, and disciplined. And I've been really, really trying to keep my mindset there, but yeah, I've definitely had my ebbs and flows and, and that's been one of my struggles is just, you know, every once in a while you just got to let it go. Yeah. And that's why I kind of agree with actually um, doing a cheat or a cheat day. Right. Once a week. I think that's pretty, uh, pretty beneficial. I mean, it is what it is. But even on those cheat days, though, one thing, and I don't know if I practice it all the time, but one thing that I try to think about or try to do is actually, even if I know that I'm going to be bad with my diet, is uh, still trying to do some kind of active activity, you know, do... Right. I mean, even if it's like yard work or whatever, but, you know, I want to earn my my meal. Gotcha. So so I've been working on that, and, and, you know, um, like I said, I haven't really brought it up a whole lot. Uh, Well, now that you bring it up, you can't quit. Yeah, I know. I mean, don't, I don't, don't, like, I guess. I can't go the other way at all, right? right? Like, I kind of put it out there. Like, now you get some satisfaction, satis- yeah. satisfaction, some glory about doing what you're doing, and then you get your pat on the back and quit. You know, like, all right, yeah. Yeah. I talked yeah. about it. 
Yeah. Now I'm gonna relax a little bit, like you know. <laughs> yeah. No, I can't quit. Yeah. That. And I think that was part of the reason I didn't, like, especially at first, I didn't really want to bring it up too much. Is, is, uh, I didn't want to start bragging about it, and then like fall off right away or anything. But I've been doing, I've, I've been doing it pretty much since the beginning of the year. But with that, even though. I'll kind of let the cat out of the bag. That th- this was kind of a, a one that was hard to wrap around my head. So I've been working out pretty consistently since the beginning of the year. But when I first started for like the first three months or whatever, um, I didn't, I didn't uh, uh, pay attention to my diet at all. Uh, right? Like right. I just was doing the workouts, and I was like, oh, you know, this is enough, and. Um, so this is kind of a lesson to everybody. Don't do my philosophy. Because I was like, <laughs> if I just work out hard and try to eat around the same amount, like, I'd be good or whatever. You know, I'll probably, I'll lose a little weight, gain muscle or whatever. And uh, I, I I gained weight. I think I said that backwards. But I gained weight. And uh, that was hard. That was hard to wrap around my head. I was like, you know, it really messed with me whenever... Because uh, the other thing, too, is being accountable to your weight. Um, so, yeah. like, I am tr- I weigh myself regularly to make sure that I'm doing good or bad. Because, you know, I feel like I feel like it's easy to be, like, you kind of know that you're doing bad if you don't look at the scale, you know? Like, but right. you try to tell yourself, like, oh, it's all good, you know, I just won't get on the scale for a few days and... and now that I'm saying this, I still try to play that trick with myself. <laughs> but um, the point is, is, is like, just, uh, just keep yourself accountable and weigh yourself often, so you know if you're going, if you're going down a bad path right. or a good path or whatever. And uh, you know, it's been helping. I mean, I, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm down about 15 or so, so. Um, or around 15, 14, 15, something like that. So, you know, it's it's been working. I'm, I mean, I'm pretty proud of it and stuff. But it's hard work. It's hard work. And the other thing, too, is is whenever you're plugging along in life and as we get older, you know, if, if you happen to be around our age, which is in our thir- mid-30s, <laughs> later 30s, Later I guess, 30s, yeah. Um, you know, it's... It, uh, you start plugging along through life and, and you don't realize that you're kind of slowly letting yourself go right. in a way. Right. And, and, uh, that was another thing that I had to struggle with because in my twenties, I mean, I felt like if I thought about working out, I would lose a few pounds, you know? And, <laughs> and then like I, I get into my thirties and everything slows down and you actually got to work for it. And anyway, so, um, you know, I'm, I don't know. I, I I think it's a good thing. I've I've been working working really hard at it and good and going going to town. So so hopefully by hunt season I'll be down a uh, you know a full thirty pounds if not more. Hopefully more, but um, I'll be okay if I've lost thirty altogether. So. Right. So that we kind of had a gentleman's bet and. Yeah. <laughs> I thought for sure I'd... I'm trying to win my dollar <laughs> I'll buy you a shake <laughs> yeah. oh wow okay so well now in today's world that's like $8 I think so right. so I guess it's an $8 bet <laughs> um, but uh 
But yeah, so I mean, as far as that goes, I'll, I'll probably bring it up since I brought since I opened up the can the of can. worms about working out. Now I'll kind of keep you guys updated as th- throughout the upcoming weeks and stuff, and see how everything's going. But um, yeah, with that, uh, man, I I don't know if uh, uh, I don't know how to bring it up, but uh, I mean, well. Let me reel it back just real quick. Okay. Do you want to bring anything up about working out or? No, I'm you're good. You're good. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you've been distracted with your uh, headers, headers and moving and yeah, moving and oh, you know that's actually something too. Like this year has been so crazy. So uh, one thing me and Joe have talked about. I think we've kind of brought it up on the podcast. I don't know if you know where I'm going, but not yet. <laughs> I, I, see, this is why we turned turned around so I can look at you and see if you knew where I was going or not. Uh, one thing, like we've kind of talked about it. I don't know if we brought it up on the podcast, but uh, when Joe moved over here, like we thought we were going to practically live in the woods and yeah. and do the whole thing, and you know, he he was going to be. Uh, uh, Davy Crockett and I was going to be Daniel Boone or yeah. vice versa <laughs> and uh, and uh, yeah it just hasn't really worked out that way no. I mean, with the move and, yeah, and well, everything that's like one thing I was telling my wife I was you know I was like man I can't wait for this year to get behind us because like with, you know it, the truck wasn't part of the plan but moving was a part of the plan but you don't realize how much like reset you kind of do in a way to uh when you move, because, like, you know, forming new habits in a way and, like, getting in the groove. Like, I don't, you know, like, go you go to work, come home. Like, you know, that's one avenue I figure out. But, like, yeah, like, it's just time is all different, too. So, yeah. yeah. I can't wait till like, this time next year when I ironed out the home, put all together, trucks put back together, and, and like, okay, now, now I got myself situated and, We'd be out in the woods. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and yeah, that's the thing. Um, well, speaking of, uh, uh, let's see, this will drop Sunday, hopefully. Um, <laughs> but uh, uh, before, are you, you guys got plans or? Uh, I don't know exactly for sure yet. I, th- I think we're gearing up to do, uh, go out to that pond and uh-huh. hang out for the afternoon, so. So if you want, you're more, more than welcome. We'll see if if I have my heads back. I need. I mean, I, I do need to make sure and take time to get stuff done. But at the same time, it's a three day weekend for me. So yeah. But yeah. Anyways. <laughs> well, yeah. So if you can make it, that'd be awesome. Why? Well, thank you. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, I'm gonna get into something a little crazy that me and Joe were talking about earlier, and it's not that we know anything about it really, or or like. But it's more of we just wanted to have a little fun with the podcast and kind of start talking about it. And it'd be a great time for if you guys know anything about this to uh, maybe throw in some comments and, and uh, give us some some uh, some of your opinions and thoughts. And uh, you know what I'm talking about? I yeah. think so. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, throw in some of your opinions and thoughts and and, uh, and maybe, maybe give us something more to talk about because I think... We're going to start kind of going down these little rabbit holes every once in a while because I know outside of the podcast we go down them. And so I'm really curious what it's going to be like on a podcast. So I really want to go down them. Um, And that is, um, 
there's rumblings out there in the in the deep world of YouTube <laughs> and uh, of of crazy things that you know go on in this world and and there's more than just one but tonight I'm going to keep it kind of simple and and uh I've heard a little bit about it I've never done a lot of research on it but a little bit of rumblings about uh a, a culture an old culture of giant human beings right is that yeah basically so I guess yeah. the question is 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 um is uh, do do you kind of believe in it? Well, I guess it's kind of I don't know, cause you know, like I I haven't talked to anyone firsthand. I don't know that I ever will. Like you said, it's uh, a rabbit hole in the YouTube world. That's all I've been able to go down it is all. Uh, but you know, it seems like uh, the people that have been interviewed, um, things that they have personally found. Now, these are guys that are still alive today that I've found stuff. Um, they're pretty confident in what they found. So, kind of based off of them, I think it's possible. I haven't seen anything for me to believe it for sure. Hmm. But I do find it very interesting. I don't know how this is going to blend in because we had a little bit of a technical difficulty with the camera. So, we'll get back into it with the Giants. Uh... So the giant human beings, uh, what? How many years ago? Well, or do they think? Uh, I don't know how many years ago for sure, but like, there were one of the rabbit holes I was going down one night was talking about how there's a tribe of I can't. It was in Utah of Indians, Native Americans, that uh, would talk about how this redheaded giant would come and kind of get supplies from them. And it's kind of interesting too, you know. So that this was, I think, around like the turn of the century or like eighteen ninety, um, somewhere in that time frame. So it wasn't like that long ago, but still a while ago. <laughs> huh. Yeah. So it's hard. It's hard because um, I, I've seen a little bit. Like I haven't. I, um, after this podcast or after tonight, like I'll probably like search some videos and try to like go down those <laughs> rabbit holes and and get a little more information. But I I do know as much as this, like um, they've had articles in the past, uh, especially I think in the fifties and sixties or some uh, newspaper articles all around the country, not just Utah, right? Uh, that uh, articles of of them quote unquote finding giant human remains and um and and i don't know if that like i I mean i've never looked into it further than that it just something that i heard somebody say and and that's as far as it goes but it's really interesting and and my biggest question to like uh and this is something that i need to probably do a little more research but why why the secrecy like right but there's a lot of secrecy about the uh, Egyptian pyramids, pyramids too. So, or or they say that, or at least you know well, some that's people like want to lead rabbit, you. Rabbit hole you can go down too. Have you heard of like the Grand Canyon having evidence of Egyptians? No. But I've heard of Mexico having pyramids. Yeah. <laughs> what? 
There's actually uh, I don't re- I can't remember who the comedian was or or what the jo- joke. I might chop it up, but I'll try to say it the best I can. But there's a there's a uh, uh, joke about that. They're like they're like you know uh, people people disregard uh, Mexicans or so much or they don't disregard them, but they uh, they 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 know that they work hard. They work so hard that. Uh, that like the Egyptian pyramids, everybody scratches their head and goes, "How did they even make this?" But then there's pyramids in Mexico, and everybody's like, "Yeah, the Mexicans did it." <laughs> <laughs> I just thought that was kind of a funny joke. I' pretty sure I chopped it up, and it probably doesn't sound as good. But but I'm like, I'm like, man, that's a funny joke, though, you know. Right. Um, but uh, I did not know that about the Grand Canyon, really. Yeah. And. and but you can't go down there and look, can you? No, no. I, well, I don't know. Like this is, uh, like I said, this rabbit hole. I went down one one night on YouTube. So yeah, I guess you take it for what it's worth. I haven't been able to like physically go research any of it. But yeah, right. one of the I guess early explorers of the Grand Canyon, um, I guess come across like some Egyptian artifacts, like in one of the caves. Well, I've heard that they uh, find a lot of pottery down there. So some, yeah, people must walk through there. Right? Some, right? Point. But these are where this was found was like up, like in the cave, up in the wall somewhere. Like wasn't just like ground floor you could walk into it. it was, oh really? Yeah, yeah. I definitely need to do more, more uh, go down more rabbit holes like that. It's one of those things that I guess uh, I don't want to be fooled, right? So like no, it's hard for that, me like yeah. um, or or have your mind warped in a way that believing in something that's believing, not believing yeah yeah and you know it's some pimply faced YouTuber you know that's like trying to I, I don't know like I just have I have a little bit of issue uh, something that I've kind of told Joe before and I'll say it on the podcast uh, man I hope I'm not being too like uh, I'm not trying to hurt you know be mean or anything but what I what I will say is is I feel like um, you know, there's all these conspiracies and stuff, but nobody ever, nobody ever, uh, kind of questions the conspirator. Oh, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so like, that's my biggest problem with conspiracies is, is they come up and they're like, oh, you know, the government, blah, blah, blah. But nobody is like, well, how did you get that information? How do you, you're, you're the one person in the world that knows that? Like, how do you know that? You know, and so like I don't know. I get kind of, I get entertained by them. I love hearing them. I love hearing what you know. But I, I, I just have a hard time falling for them sometimes. Um, yeah, and I guess that's about as far as I want to take that. But you know the the and so bringing it back to the Giants, that's the one question that I have is because that's the one thing that that uh, they they. Right, like they want to keep it quiet for some reason, right. right? And I'm like, well, what's? It was thousands of years. That, like, what? Well, I don't know how true it is, but um, I was listening to a podcast on like archaeology and stuff, and this one guy, I can't remember what what it, what it was, but it's just interesting because this guy was talking about how he was a part of some archaeological dig, and. Uh, through their digging process, they unearth unearth some pottery that like doesn't validate 
what they were going in search of. Oh, really? Yeah. So the lead archaeologist like brushed it under the table and told the dude to forget about it and go back to work. No way. Yeah, because it wasn't because it not necessarily contradicted what they were going after, or maybe did a little bit, but it wasn't what they were focusing on. But yet, it was a piece of history that was buried in the earth, or you know, like it wasn't like it was just someone just left it there a hundred years ago. Like it just it would throw the whole timeline off of what like they were doing. Right, you know that's where uh, bias, right? Like so, whenever they're doing, when when they get into these kind of things, because I've actually heard this with uh, the Egyptian pyramids and the and the uh, the Sphinx, mm-hmm. right? Is that what it is? Sphinx? Yeah, uh, yeah, the Sphinx. Uh, they're, they're saying like you know, oh, it's my numbers are probably off, but you know they're saying like, oh, it's five thousand years old or whatever, six thousand years old, and. Um, and there's people that are like, well, there's rain erosion that's suggesting that this has been here since for twelve at least twelve thousand years, and uh, and so and then they're like, well, that's not what the narrative of the arch, you know, the archaeology uh, uh, society uh, says it is. So we're gonna ignore your science and. So they don't right. even look at it, right? And and um, and I I feel like that's such a problem. I feel like you know you got to keep your mind open to all all possibilities. And and we'd probably know a lot more about our history if you did, if these people did. And it's kind of a disservice though because we teach our kids, uh, you know, what we know of history, and then to come to find out that it's not even true. But because some archaeologist didn't, you know, his ego got in front of fact, or, right? Uh, and and would have changed what he believed. Um, you know, we go th- through false narratives, and then ourselves, and we believe this part of history that isn't true. I mean, Matt, we're going down some rabbit holes <laughs> right now, but I, I mean, even this one, even this one, which which is kind of crazy, but. Right now, with like the Russia Ukraine war, there's a lot of propaganda on both fronts, right? And, right. You know, um, if you ask a Russian what's you know how's it going, they're like, "Oh, we're winning this," you know, hand over fist. And they ask a Ukrainian, they're like, "Oh, we're you know tearing them apart." Uh, but reeling it back to America, and it's like, how much propaganda have we spread? You know, like we have this idea of America and and what uh, and I'm I'm all American. Don't get me wrong. Like I love America. I'm all about America and everything. But but you know, there's there's some stuff that I think we've tried to spin it toward our favor, right? And uh, and and it probably not a hundred percent true, but we all believe it as Americans, right? But if you go to you know another country or something, they kind of look at it. In a, in a different way, they're like, oh, you, no, you <laughs> Americans got it wrong. This right. is what really happened, you know? Yeah. Um, anyway, I don't know. It's kind of a crazy rabbit hole, but uh, it definitely, uh, something that I think about uh, with, you know, uh, just what what truth is. You know, I feel like there is, uh, well, actually, there's kind of a saying around it. Uh, you know the the winning the winning uh, 
country or, or a group can paint their own narrative oh. on how things went. Right. And it kind of makes you wonder, you know? So, um, I don't know. With that said, uh, I think that in the future we should get a little more uh, into the Giants thing and, and maybe get some information and stuff. Uh, this is kind of something new. This is kind of like an add-on to just spice up the hunting podcast. Uh, so I don't know where it'll go, but, uh, you know, if it's something that, that works or, or kind of, you know, I don't know. I'm kind of having fun going <laughs> down these rabbit holes. So, um, you know, it's something that we might keep doing in the future and go from there. So, Right. Uh, with that said, do you have any any closing thoughts or any anything that you want to bring up yourself? Um, <clears throat> no, not necessarily. No? Okay. Okay. Well, you want to get us out of here then? <laughs> sure. Uh Thanks again, guys, for uh, tuning in, listening to us. Uh, uh, yeah, hopefully you enjoyed some of the rabbit holes we went down this this podcast. Uh, we'll have some more uh, rabbit holes, probably similar to what we did this week. And uh, but yeah, thanks for listening. Just like, subscribe, tell a friend, and uh, we appreciate you uh, when we value value your time. And uh, thanks for spending your time with us here in the Hunting Shack. And we'll catch you guys on the next episode. Have a good one. See you guys.